How to transform your passion into a successful startup. Welcome to Lead, an inspiring podcast that focuses on the creative spirit inside us all. Jocelyn Bellows interviews accomplished entrepreneurs about overcoming obstacles and achieving greatness. Join us today and lead into a fulfilling and successful life. everybody and welcome to this edition of Leap. This is Jocelyn and welcome back. So today uh, my guest is John D and John is the founder and CEO of Erida. So welcome John. Thank you Jocelyn. Thanks for being part of the show today. So I want to start by asking first what is Erida and what does Erida itself mean? Erida is a small company that is dealing with several technologies to assist the environment. Erde, the word is the original word for earth, early German extraction of the word. And so we we use that. That came to us from our graphic designer and designer of all the words that we that we print. And uh, we, we're focused on any technology that we think that might support the environment. So one of those technologies is a special lubricant that reduces friction by 75%. And that therefore saves about 6% of the fuel in a car or a truck or a ship or train, where it's been around for a long time, but it had to be redeveloped to fit with modern lubrication. And uh, our company owns that technology, and it's about to be launched across North America and uh, Europe in another year. Wow. So you're already making an impact. Yeah, little, but yes. So tell me, what inspired you to start this company? Um, Well, John Denver was really my inspiration. Um, I loved his singing, but I didn't know much about his his environmental work uh, was called Windstar, and um, he, out of Aspen, he was doing a lot of work um, uh, based on the science of Buckminster Fuller, who is um, one of the scientific leaders of the the 20th century. And uh, John challenged me, uh, my office in Melbourne, Australia, was a chapter of his international organisation. But at one of his visits there, he challenged me to do more than just talk about wanting to do something. And so at that same time, I turned 40 and had the midlife crisis that um, I had to have. So I, I actually left my commercial life with the money that I that I raised and I did a lot of work in, in Asia, for example. I, we worked a lot in Vietnam where Agent Orange had been laid during the Vietnamese War and there were um, many hundreds of thousands of deformities from people who were eating the food off the land that Agent Orange was in. And for a long time, they didn't know that. But once they did know what the cause was, 
they still couldn't do anything about it. They still had to live there because that was their livelihood. Um, so too bad about the deformities. It All of that was covered up. The rest of the world really didn't know that. A large Canadian company was hired by the US to do some work there and I got to add some environment, uh, biological, environmental, nutritional products that I own the right, owned and still own the rights to. So we, we did make some small impact on reducing the negative effect of the Agent Orange. I want to go back to something you mentioned. So you had an interaction with John Denver mm-hmm. specifically, and he challenged you right. to stop wishing and start doing. Right. When you were faced with that challenge, what what was that then that said, okay, now I'm going to do something? What clicked in your head? I'm um, I'm a type D. Um, I'm a very high risk taker. When I hear the truth, nothing will stand in my way. So I just did it. It wasn't a matter. There wasn't a thought process. It was he's right. I can do something, so I'm going to go and do it. And when you decided that, how did you come to a place to find your clarity on what it was that you were going to do? The universe, or in in my case, the Almighty, provided the the, the signposts. It was very clear. So I things like I saw the great concern of of cutting down rainforests. I saw that I might be able to do something about that, the penetration into rainforests by teaching farmers in Asia to be able to sustain their rice paddies longer and therefore not have to move into rainforest fertile soil. How did you do that? I I put on a seminar in in, uh, Kuala Lumpur uh, for the government authority in charge of the rice growing is that rice growing was all government controlled. So I I taught them how to make the changes that were needed, uh, which they did. So we probably reduced the penetration rate by about 50%. It's amazing. Did going into that particular conversation, did you have any expectation for output and impact that you intended? I don't think I thought too much about that, except the whole thing for me, I see this sentence all the time, I might be able to make a difference. So it was just, I didn't know how much, but I thought I'd just give it a go, see what happened. One of the themes that you've touched upon now is is nutrition. Why is nutrition so important to you? Uh, well, I, I believe that our, our total health is very much related to nutrition. A lot of it is genetics as well, like what stock we come from. However, with bad nutrition, all sorts of things can go wrong. There are there are many there are there are many well known cures for cancer that are good, viable nutrition, but they're suppressed not necessarily intentionally by people, but because once you get cancer, you have this great fear that you're going to die, and then. You've got there's all this money out there, um, which is fair and reasonable. Commercial activities of the pharmaceutical companies, who and the doctors who we have been brought up to believe 
know the answers. So we get scared and we, we follow the, 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 the published path instead of attempting to find the real truth about what the cause was. There are many times when you, you find out you have cancer when it's too late to do anything nutritionally to save your life. But if we, if we changed how we grew the food and everyone was, was eating the best possible food with the greatest life force in it, then eventually, after some few decades, we'd all be healthy. It'd be like the Garden of Eden, perhaps without the snake, I'm not sure. <laughs> Um, so, so I'd like to be able to do something about that. We, we fought a losing battle with my eldest daughter contracted mental disease. She was diagnosed with many things over about an 11 year period, but she, in that time, she, she got two university degrees, but at night time, she the, the mental illnesses caused voices and fear of the dark and being alone. And hundreds of hundreds of times in that 11 years on the phone, I would talk her out of committing suicide. I believed and, and we were searching for natural cures. But in the meantime, she wasn't able to sustain and she was she was taking pharmaceuticals as well. And I'm not saying that there was anything wrong with them or not. Like I don't believe in them, but I'm not specifically saying anything. But we couldn't find an answer. And eventually I, I told her that if she didn't want to stay any longer, to not go on her own, to I wouldn't call the authorities to break down the door anymore, I, I, but to have me on the phone. So... That happened a number of times and then eventually she she did pass away. Thank you for sharing that. It sounds like that is the root of your mission. Uh, yes, De- definitely in relation to, to food, the, the human health. Something you mentioned was the life force in our food. Can you dive into that a little? What does that mean? Every, every, every cell of our body has, has specific requirements of nutrition but every cell has also has a relationship with all the cells around it the total combination of everything that we ingest creates a total result so for example if we have too much caffeine we get our nerves get anxious you know we shake a little bit or, and if we if we have far too much alcohol we might even die from it from alcohol poisoning so You've got no life force left if you die, but the, the more healthy you, you are, the, the more life force you have. So the best nutrition will contribute the most energy to your being, so your total being, so your, your spiritual health, your mental health, your physical health. And people who are suffering severely from cancer, they're not likely to be super happy and laughing but the more healthy we are healthy we we the more relaxed we are the, the more at peace we are with ourselves and with other people and my experience with mental health is really what showed me that so um, there were times when my daughter 
Rachel would be in a position where I could provide good nutrition and it seemed to persist. But there's a, there's a technology that's almost, there's almost nobody left who understands it. Most of the guides have passed away and we're trying to bring it back together. It's called radionics. It actually measures your life force. So it, in, in 60 seconds, it can tell you what you need to feel better or you might, it might be that you're, well, in my case, my weak point is my stomach. This technology told me that six different thing, natural things that I needed to take and part of it's actually soil, the um, forests that were under the sea in Utah. So I take capsule every day and that helps with my digestion. Where did this radionics Correctly, mm-hmm. where does that originate? Um, it about about four hundred years ago. The technical side of radionics, it's a little bit like water divining. It's like kinesiology. If you know what kinesiology is, so that you cannot deny kinesiology. So if if you're asked a question, you might lie verbally, but your muscles cannot lie. And so whether it's kinesiology or radionics and that. The value of radionics is that you can you can do a whole lot of things in one quick session without having to ask a person, without having to have that um, interactive discussion. So my my life force was just over two hundred uh, a year ago. Actually, um, in June uh, last year, it's now about four hundred. And what are you doing? What's changed? Uh, well, um, my partner Roxanne talks me out of um, sugar, so that's a big help. Sugar's extremely bad for you, uh, but I have looked into various natural remedies for my specific case. So, um, being 69, I do have some forgetful issues, they're not so bad, but. Um, I've been taking lion's mane for three months and that's made a huge difference. And it was just research to find that. I want to kind of circle back to the life force piece again Mm -hmm. from a point of view of how do we increase the life force in our food that we're currently eating that's available to us? The um, A major retailer of organic food grows their food organically very well, but it's organically grown in soil that has already been depleted of nutrients. And But because of um, policy, the cost of adding the natural nutrients that we really want in our food is too high for organic growers. So you'll, you'll find if you compare flowers from an organic shop to flowers from a non-organic supermarket, that the the non-organic flowers will last at least twice as long as the organic ones. So we can, um, if we buy the organic flowers, we can put some small biological um, beneficial bacteria in the water, which will help um, sustain the life. But the same thing applies to the vegetables from those two different entities. And if, if, the, if 
spinach is going to wilt after two or three days, then it wasn't good for our body. It, it might add something because we have to have food, but you need to look for organic food so there's no herbicides and pesticides, but organic food that's been grown by people who understand that it's not just organic. It has to have diverse range of minerals. So some people take a mineral supplement that has that's available from all natural grocers that has like in the order of 50 different uh, minerals, including arsenic, which our body needs in very tiny amounts. Uh, and a, an individual can ask their own being what they need. And if they're if they care enough about themselves, then just looking around at natural grocers, looking for you know more natural foods, getting off uh, processed dairy is a really good thing to do. And if somebody wants to know something more specific about this, I'm happy to answer an email. Is this everything we're just talking about as far as the, the nutrients in the soil? part of what your company is aspiring to do and into the products that you're that you're putting out into the yeah. yes okay. so we're we're first looking at diagnosis and methodology to we we really want we more want other people to grow food better if we if we only um, took this path to sell our own products we wouldn't cover enough ground but if we if we diagnose the issue and provide the methodology then anywhere in the world people can do the same thing using similar materials we um, my partner in this business who's very specialized in the nutrient business he ships products all over the world but he's not big enough nor is he capable of scaling up to be able to to provide very large quantities whereas if we teach groups of growers so if we were to teach the the, the organic growers that were supplying to large organic supermarkets then those growers would then expand their their the base of the people that they know teach them and we would have a quicker path to humanity getting becoming more healthy. It sounds to me like you have number one, you're an impact business and you have a large a lot of ground to cover with probably a lot of hurdles. How do you navigate through those waters? Um, very poorly. I'm not an entrepreneur. I'm a visionary. Um, so I can see the end, but I don't really know how to get there. So our business has been I spent everything I own on the first iteration of this business. It was a large amount of money. And I had investors, friends who spent large amounts of money. And the technology didn't make it because I'm not a businessman. I can, I can see the end, but all the steps in between, trust, legal issues, sabotage, um, I don't know how to navigate that. So in the last year, I've been working with people that I've known for quite a while who have proven 
that they are worthwhile and sustainable partners where my company is is in partnership with several other companies um, and my main function now is promotion but not necessarily marketing promotion but having people understand the possibilities education yeah so is it fair to say you've faced some failures in this path mm-hmm. <laughs> lots <laughs> why keep going what uh, keeps you going uh the goal i'm i'm extremely persistent no matter what and i made that decision based on john denver's challenge i'm not going to vary from that. And you've had some stones in your path very easily. When you hit those challenges, have you spent time reflecting on the lessons? I Part of my daily practice is spiritual exercises, which includes reflection on my responsibility is 100% for everything that happens to me in my life. So I have, if, if something's negative, I have to figure out what the cause is. And there's lots of those things that I haven't figured out yet. It's fun, isn't it? Yeah, it is. At 41, I feel like I'm just learning life. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I think I had this conversation, quite honestly, the other day that, what was it around? It was was around this thread of, oh, I, I know what it was. Let me know. I don't, I still don't want to do what I want to do when I grow up. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> and that's sort of a side path, but I feel like that so much resonates that I'm still trying to figure it out. And 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 to kind of circle back, you hit those moments, but your end goal is clear. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you just say to yourself, "I'm just going to keep going"? What do you, how do you say that to yourself? What are your? No, that's not it's not a challenge for me. It's just it's building. Yeah. If that's answering your question. Yeah. I think that's something I hear again and again with creators, that path may be rocky. It may not be smooth. It may not be clear. It may be, it's most definitely not straight. Right. <laughs> but persistence. I, I have an incredibly supportive, significant other, and that helps a lot. So what's next for you? We are in the process of starting. We're looking at the medicinal value of of cannabis and the commercial aspects of hemp growing to provide a service to an industry that is extremely profitable in order to fund the educational program to get to where we really want to go, which is growing vegetables. And where... With the partnerships that you're creating within that industry, where is that path leading right now? We're, we've just started with the, the process where we're going to run live plant demonstrations at some groves. And from that, we intend to, uh, our hope is to partner with a major supplier to the industry, not not the growers themselves. But with, with that partnership, they would offer broadly be able to offer our service um, which is will be strong leverage and from that the ultimate income would allow us money to contribute to providing a broader service 
to educate on a, on a much wider scale, particularly to the industry that's growing, that, that is capable of growing the healthiest food. What's your end goal? What's your big dream for ERDA and for yourself? For ERDA, that we're um, self-sufficient and uh, seeing that you can edit this, uh, my, my big dream is to, to get home spiritually back to the Almighty. I'm leaving that part in. Okay. <laughs> and the reason I'm going to, and the reason I am, is that's part of the journey. Yeah. It's what's driving you every day. Is that fair? Yeah. So how can listeners learn more about Erda, follow your story, and jump on board with this incredible goal? Erda.global has my contact information. And with regard to self, your any person's personal goal to be healthier and feel better and more awake, I'm happy to respond to emails to give connection to places, entities that can provide more sustainable health through nutrition. Amazing. John, thank you so much for being a part of the show today. Uh, thanks, Joseph. It's fun. Thanks for joining us for this edition of Lee. To learn more about Lee, the podcast and coaching services, please join us on our Leap Facebook page at facebook.com slash what's your Leap.